Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Oh, I feel so humbled by your morning goodness. Hello, welcome to my inn, humble traveller. Please sit down, have some porridge and a hot cup of brew, and I'll tell you a story of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Part 5, Diamond is Unbreakable. But first... Greetings. Ah, Hail and well met. Salutations, fair wanderer. Come, sit by the fire a while. (laughs) Ah, good day to you, sir. Come, sit in the fire for a while. You'll cook up real nice. Why why are you taking me so close to the fire, young... I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the more charred co-hosts. Sure. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Recap and Discussion Podcast, JoJo's World, a podcast for nerds. And that's the full title of our show. In which we recap and discuss JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, a little anime, maybe you've heard of it, for your listening pleasure. Is it a pleasure or is it mere sensation? Well, if it's not, I don't know why they're listening, so... I mean, maybe it's just... Oh, look, there go all our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's just to drown out the dry silence of our existence. Maybe the only reason they listen to us is because JoJo's offers the only respite from normality and banality in our dry, mundane lives where we're not Italian mobsters with superpowers. No. No? Okay, great. (laughs) We're great. They love us. Yeah, that's fair. Shower praise upon us, mortals. (laughs) Kneel at my feet. Atop my obsidian pyramid. You can at me at Milkjuice on Twitter and send me so many compliments. But nothing else. Okay. Only compliments. Today, we watch the 10th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Ventai Oreo slash Golden Wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which is the 123rd episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as a whole. Is that a prime number? I don't know. Neither do I. But I leave that for the listener. It's a perfect number. The only numbers that add up to it are the ones that it divides into. Mr. and Twins Detective Agency coming to an episode near you. What the uh, fuck? What kind of number is that? 28. 28? Whoa. This episode covers chapters 472 through 474 of the original manga with excerpts Ooh. of chapters 475. Nice. That's further ahead. Yeah, it's the future. (laughs) Whoa. We're living in the times, man. We're living in the 70s. The 27Ts? Yeah, we're cyberpunks. Or the 407Ts. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know either. I just thought maybe maybe numbers are fun. Maybe they're okay. We know they're not. But they have to be fun. Give me my validation, Liam. I need this. Nick. Yes. What are your preliminary thoughts about today's episode, The Hitman Team? Well, I'm thinking that it's brought to us by our wonderful patron, Sam Brown. Sam Brown. Name of a uh, hard-boiled private investigator if ever I've heard one. Ooh. What do you reckon uh, he got done for? What do you reckon was the, the crime that he never committed that he was framed for? I think you know us? a lot about private investigators. <laughs> yeah, but like, surely private investigators are like, I was framed. And that's why I'm a private investigator now. Because I can live on the outskirts doing work for anyone. That but I'm not in choose. prison, even though I was successfully framed. No, because he got out of prison. Because he's a private investigator. <laughs> that's how this works, Liam. This is how the system works. I think most private investigators are alcoholics who used to be cops until their partner got shot. Oh shit, you're right. Or the partner gets framed. No, you're right. Or the fart, or or the fartner frames them. Ah, yeah. Or the martyr 
or the martyr or the martyr fraps them you know nice frosty frappuccino a dame walked in she had a nice frosty frappuccino she lifted it to her lips and the foam lapped at her cheeks and i said hey baby what's wrong and she said i need you to get me diamonds back (laughs) this is not the direction i was gonna take it in I was thinking she had a she had a milky frappuccino, and I looked closer, and it was my old detective friend Andy. He was a frappuccino now. I don't know where that was going either, but Grim you know, Grim and Grizzly. Yeah, both of them perfect. Oh man! Tales. Hi, I'm Grim and Grizzly, <laughs> private investigator. Oh hello, I'm Madam Grizzled. I'm sure you remember me from some. That's not how dames talk in noir, is it? <laughs> It is now. Yeah, that's that's famously how Jessica Rabbit spoke. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jessica Rabbit. I need you to find the man who killed my father. Thank you, Sam Brown. For giving us this beautiful intro. So, Nick. Yes. What were your preliminary thoughts on the Hitman team? I just gave them to you. Uh, I think this episode was good. <laughs> Question mark? Question mark. Uh, it, it was like... It's this weird mix of nothing resolving, but also things happening. Yeah, I'd forgotten that the Formaggio confrontation uh, spreads out over three episodes. I was entirely expecting it to wrap up this week. It's very odd. Very odd. Like, they could have very easily just been all like, okay, cool, condense. But, uh, yeah... So I'm, I've, you know, I've got mixed feelings. Now I believe, now I believe that the um the flashback uh, that took up a, a good chunk of this episode is an anime only edition, but mm-hmm. I quite like it for the um for as we spoke about last week, the context and the world building that it adds to the uh, yawn, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure universe. Get out of here. <laughs> also, it's just nice to see those these dumb idiot hitmen in their in their natural habitats. <laughs> okay. Other preliminary thought. Jesus fucking Christ, what is wrong with that man's face? Oh, you mean Pesci? Oh, God. Pesci is a man who... Is he? Is he a man? Has heard of what a chin is, but didn't really (laughs) quite get the memo. He went to chin college and then dropped out halfway through, which is why he has such a prominent one that isn't there. Mm. Ugh. Or is he all chin? Like, um, you know the thumb thumbs from Spy Kids? Yes. Like that, but with chins instead of thumbs. But Chin Chin mm. sounds like a... Oh, that sounds oh like something you wouldn't want to say. It's like, you just have to bleep that out now. Yeah. I also liked how we see... Now, um, sorry, I, I should I should clarify. The mm. um the grisly backstory of the Hitman team, those grisly elements, mm. they, they were from the manga. But the ones where it's just them doing another job, I'm pretty sure. Oh. So, only. so the bit where, what's his face? The 36 things yeah. is like... From the manga. Yep. Okay, I thought that was the case. Although it might have just been the narrator explaining it. I can't recall. Oh. oh. I mean, it is a good scene. It is a damn good Some scene. Some classic mobster yeah. uh, sending you a fish through the mail. The fish is your cousin. Oh. Vinny. I knew you'd say that. Thank you. Thank you. I was looking you dead in the eyes and I was like, he's going to say Vinny. You literally had the look in your eyes that said, Nick, if you fucking say it, I will know that you were thinking it beforehand. Mm, which means I'll have power over you. <laughs> I'm in your mind. Oh, this was all... What was the City of Heroes meme? Where it's like, this was all part of What's-His-Face. Oh, it's plan. all a nemesis plot. It's all a nemesis plot. Of course, the other City of Heroes meme is go hunt, kill skulls. But I'm not going to explain that because <laughs> I can't be bothered. We've had enough Cities of Heroes talk over the last week. Where you've Update, made... it's back. It's probably going to be back for the foreseeable future until it abruptly vanishes. 
Oh, why did I even bring it up? It's 2002. Ish. Ish. The world is made of mobsters. Narantia is growing smaller by the second. Yeah, Narantia is there, Formaggio is there. We get some brief context setting flashbacks. Oh man, I'm gonna find the boss's daughter and you're gonna tell me what she is. And, oh, I'll never do that. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> what is the boom there? Uh, the Gatling gun. Oh yeah, true, you're right. <laughs> there, there is a Gatling gun, yes. Pon Narantia's tiny stand. Aerosmith, the cool plane that can fly. Zoom, zoom, am I right? So it's like, bomb, boom, car Ha-ha. explodes. Did you like that, baby? Oh, man, all these dudes are around. Better land my stand. And it does a cool, um, the cool, <laughs> may, may, okay. There's a lot of cool stand summoning graphics they add. Yeah. This is maybe the only cool stand de-summoning <laughs> effect where he actually uh, throws his arms out as if he were himself were pretending to be an aeroplane. Mm-hmm. More accurately, is pretending to be a run right, runway. Oh, uh, and Aerosmith lowers its landing gear. Yep. Uh, it's just a, like it's just a plane. It's got like <laughs> full on landing gear and everything. Dude, all planes have landing gear. Uh, I suppose so. What about those pontoon planes? Check and mate, sir. Liam. The coolest kind of plane. <laughs> well, I don't know if they're the cool. They do have big. No, because fluffy... you go and tailspin style adventures with them on colonial islands to find the golden monkey statue. Yeah, but you can just take a biplane on a runway anyway. How right? to land? On water, not yeah. land. Like, if you land it on land, it's like, oh. Look Good thing my... I had these wheels. Yeah, it's great. Good thing I didn't just have shitty pontoons that would get smashed up by all the ground. Exactly. Hey, um, did you ever see the video of uh, a plane with a jet engine? that tore up the runway of an airport because it wasn't designed for jet engines? No. I think it must have been made for, like, biplanes on Indiana Jones-style adventures. Sure. Where it's like, biplanes have, like, a certain amount of, like, wind that's coming behind them because of this one propeller. A jet engine, though, literally is, like, going right into the ground at the back of the plane and is, like, ten times faster. So this poor little tarmac just gets torn the fuck up. Of course, Lil Tarmac everywhere. was the, um... The stand name. No, it was the road that, um... Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, just fucking Lil Mac from Smash Bros and Punch-Out. Little Tarmac. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it was the road that he jogs across in, uh, the, in the loading screens in Punch-Out. Ah, of course, of course. With the coach being all like, come on, Little Mac, yeah. do better. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, we got there. Yeah. Now I can die in peace. <laughs> You've made one joke. Aerosmith flies down... Runs down Narantia's arms as the camera crests behind his head and the plane is eclipsed by Narantia's noggin. It doesn't come out the other side, but just a big rush of air. I get it. And he has to, I guess he has to do that every time he wants to put <laughs> Aerosmith away. God, could you imagine if Aerosmith ran out of fuel? No. Touche. Touche. <laughs> you got a lot of good comebacks today. <laughs> uh, some shit happens. <laughs> Narantia's... To be continued. <laughs> so Narantia's all like, where the oh, hell did that fuck face go? I do want to point out, um, when he does that, there were like sick guitar licks in the background when it was landing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So he's there, he's got one big shoe, and he's like, oh man, that guy's here somewhere. Oh, I'm going to find him. Oh, there's too many too many randos nearby, though. Good thing. And he, he does a series of increasingly stupid realisations. Mm. He's like, oh... Cut on my cheeks, stop bleeding. That's good. 
Where'd this big knife come from? <laughs> it looks just like my knife, but it's much bigger. It's far too big to be mine. Speaking of... Why can't I push the pedals down in my car? Yes. I can barely reach the steering wheel. The car seat is so big. Why, this isn't my car at all. This was the largest car I could afford <laughs> on my salary. Do you have something funny to say about my well, I automobile? I suppose it's the opposite of that. This was the smallest car I could afford <laughs> on my salary. Oh, man. Uh, and then Fumaji goes just in his pocket the whole time being like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He is the worst. He's shrinking, he's shrinking. Oh wait, this is all my stuff. I'm shrinking. I figured it out. And knowing is half the battle. But it's not half the battle because it took most of last episode for it to get figured out. And there's three episodes of this battle. So, so, so knowing is a third of the battle. Liam, are you trying to undermine G.I. Joe? Is that what you're trying to do here? I think that's... Is that G.I. Joe or is that Captain Planet? No, Captain Planet is when they all come together um, to bring pollution down to zero. Because Captain Planet... Well, they didn't fucking do it, did they? <laughs> you know what? Global they... warming's worse than fucking ever. <laughs> Where are you now, Captain Planet? Liam, I have real bad news for you about Captain Planet. Captain Planet's all of us. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Now who do you have to blame? You. Wait, hang but... on. What? Putting this horrible truth on Hell, me. I'm not fucking Captain Planet. I mean, you are specifically Captain Planet. That's not what you said. What do you think I said? So, okay. Uh, he's shrinking. He's got a lot of my stuff. It's big. Oh, you can't drive car when small. What am I going to do? Don't have car. Can't get back to the hideout. Big problems. The OP happens. Sometimes I wish our listeners could see your gestures as you do them. As I, as I pull knowledge from the air. <laughs> You went Knowledge to... is a strong word for what that just was. But... As, as you just read, you had like this bit where you pulled your hand to your fa- like head. Oh, like I'm, like... A, like I'm a psychic doing a powerful yeah. psi blast. And look, like you're pulling a thread from your forehead or something and going, uh, and then yeah. Oh, like I'm Dumbledore it. using a pensive. Yeah, and then swishing it into the air like so many coins or something. And then just like flinging it around on some invisible string. Yeah. Like, Well, how do you think? That is a loaded question. You just stuck your tongue out of your mouth and puffed out your cheeks. So, yeah, question answered. <laughs> How often do I do that on this show? Very rarely. <laughs> Back at the ranch. The Narantia? Back at the vineyard, fine. The Navinyardia? Everyone's complaining about how Narantia is taking long. Trish is all, where's my mineral water? And I'm gonna die of thirst. And Mr's all, I'm hungry. Well, I'm not hungry, but these guys are. We're hungry, says the six bullets. Yeah. Still um, weirds me out. Still weirds me out. Fugo's like, this is why I didn't want to send him, but I do care about him. And Abakio's like, shut up, Fugo. And Giorno is like, I'm silently brooding. <laughs> I too care, but I can't let anyone know that. Meanwhile, back at the battle, Naranji is still <laughs> shrinking uh, and... Uh, Formaggio is kind enough to expose it They're like your bandana and your clothes were touching you when you were cut so they're shrinking with you but mm. your big shoe and your big knife weren't right but what about the car is that shrinking? what about the car's not shrinking okay what about the plane is the plane shrinking no what about or is it oh unclear okay I think it is what about Naranchia's wait how did the cutting... How did the cutting... How did the wound stop bleeding if he's just getting smaller? No, no it's just fine. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> sure. How suspicious. It's all that mobster training. Narantia hatches a cunning scheme to get help. 
<laughs> he's going to go into that supermarket and call for help. Ah, that does make sense. Mm. Yes, yes. Let's not think this through anymore. So he runs on over. Yep. And it's an automatic door. Yep. Yep. And he just runs right into the door. Mm. Because, of course, not only did uh, he get shrunk by that cut, but he also cut his soul out. So now automated doors won't recognise him. <laughs> Good Simpsons reference. <laughs> He's um much like the toys in Toy Story 2, not heavy enough to activate the... um The pressure The pressure plate. Plaid that we with that we don't actually use for automated doors anymore in Australia at least. Yeah, I've never known anywhere to have automated no, doors. We always just have use... a laser. Yeah, we always have a laser thing at the top of the door so that dogs could get in when they needed. Which water. is what we want. Yeah, we're not going to leave the dogs outside to die. We bring them in to kill them. That's what we do here at and Jojo's take their Welcome. precious diamonds. Exactly. We have look. We have. A high reputation to keep up of dead dogs. And like hell are we going to let nature do all the work? Formaggio gloats for a bit like, you'll never open the door, Narantia. And Narantia's like, I'm going to open the door. And he jumps and stomps and the door opens. And then he's all like, great, time to go through the door. Oh no, the door is closing upon me and crushing me real bad. And it looks pretty painful, to be honest. Yeah, I don't understand why it's so I thought these doors had safety mechanisms in them. So when they hit an obstruction... Yeah, but it's not even that bad. It's just like a... But also, he's tiny. He is tiny. So instead of being an... It's an... That does make more sense now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you reckon it would crush an insect? Uh, Probably. Then it would crush Narantia. Well, he's 62.5 centimetres tall at the moment. Which I have a lot of problems with, because I know what that looks like. (laughs) That's not what that looks like. That's not how it looks like. At the moment, he's smaller than a phone receiver. (laughs) Now, have you ever seen a phone receiver... That's longer than 62.5 centimetres. Well, we all know that big mobile phones are one of the world's funniest props. (laughs) Yeah, but like... Oh, actually, I haven't been to Italy. I don't know how big their phones are. Well, no, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) Never mind. Go on, Liam. No. Dive deeper into our terrible, terrible jokes. Never. Uh, He uses his plane and shoots up the glass door to get in. Bang, bang, shoot, he, shoot the door. He did it. Uh, and But then Formaggio once again gloats like, Oh, Narantia, you haven't realised that your clothes and wallet are shrinking too. So even if you get to the precious phones, you won't be able to use them to call for help because they only accept regular sized currency. This is another time where I wish they could see you doing this quote because you've got one arm underneath. It's like... Yes, I bring a lot of physicality to the role of Formaggio. <laughs> Of the podcast. <laughs> it's like you've crossed your arms, but one of your arms is under your chin, holding it, clasping it, if you will. No, that, I wasn't Not clasping with the palm. It. I wasn't touching my the... jaw at all, because that would affect my enunciation. Ah, it's like slightly under, perfectly horizontal hand. Mm. But why? But why? Because it's JoJo's, baby. Yeah, it's true. So this is just a whole series of Formaggio being like, you'll never do this, Narantia. And Narantia being like, I'm doing the thing. So, so, so now he just shoots up one of the phones, the pay phones, to get the coins out to put in the adjacent one. Because they're the regular size. Yeah. They're correct. Ah. Mm-hmm. And then just off screen, Formaggio cuts all the phone cords. What? What a pointful series of events. <laughs> so Narantia's all like, that son of a bitch must have been here before I got here. How dare he? Oh man, what am I gonna do now? And Formaggio's like, he'll be powerless now thanks to my li- my stand, Little Feet, which has made him tiny. Oh, there goes Aerosmith flying by right next to me. Better duck into the pocket now. Now he'll never find me. And we see, we hear slash see the subtitles and vocals of Narantia shouting over 
for Margio's internal monologue, being like, aha, I found you, uh, just as he's saying, he'll never find me. I know, you're in my right ass pocket. Yeah. So Margio immediately goes, wait, what the fuck? Grabs him out, starts, um, Vegeta is a giant ape, crushing Goku style, <laughs> grasping him. And he's all like, well, well, look who's the small fry now. I've got you now, Kakarot. Uh, and the dude's all like, oh shit, well, I better skedaddle out of here, quick smarts. Exit, stage left. Pow, he goes. What he does is he gets out a tiny ballpoint pen uh-huh. from his po- his own tiny pocket. Ah, nice. And nice. he wedges that between him and Naranchi's hand mm-hmm. and then biggifies it. Yep. Such that he explains this when we see him hiding on a little stop sign later and there's a little diagram in the background elaborating on how this happens. He biggifies it into Naranchi's hand, both stabbing him in the process. Nice. But also using all of that voomph to send him flying. Do you mean momentum? Or no, do you I mean voomph. Fair, fair. Fortunately avoiding impaling himself through the chest with his own pen at the same time. Or exploding himself by his own pen. Mm. Mm. Don't you hate it when your pen explodes and you get ink all over you? Don't even get me started. Imagine if you were tiny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Liam, you've just blown my fucking mind. So, yeah, he's, he's shot out out of the, um, the basically bombed out uh, at this and? point uh, grocery store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> and has landed on a sign on the other side of the road. And now he's like, yes, I got away. He'll never find me now. And the plane flies behind him. He's like, oh, no, he found me. How did he do it? This whole episode is just a, a long sequence of Formaggio being like, yes, I've got him now. Oh, no. I do love that it becomes more and more comedic the further on it gets. Yeah. Whereas, like, the first one's like, oh, that's pretty funny. This one's like, that's pretty funny. The next one is like, okay. All right, come on. Come on, Araki. We know what you're doing. Come on. Come on, stop it. <laughs> you scamp. Go fucking come on. He's like, oh, I gotta run away. I better hit the bricks. And he runs and that cool music kicks in and there's like a brief chase. Not that music. Do, do. Do, 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 Bizarre adventure, bizarre adventure, bizarre adventure. Are we going to get copyright striked for that? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. That's the end of the show, everyone. It's been a good... Four and a fuck years. He runs beneath a car and he's like, he'll never get me beneath this car. Oh no, he's underneath the car because he's shrunk now. Better pop this tire and use the air to... Away. Whoomph himself away. Yeah. He lost me. He'll never find me now here in the sewers. And he's hanging from a grate. Oh no, he found me here in the sewers. So Aerosmith is there being all like... He's all like, oh fuck, he's there. There is definitely a pilot inside. Yep. Which makes me infinitely happy. We talked about this last week. I'm still infinitely happy. And it starts shooting up the railing? Yeah, the grate. The, gra- the, the grate, that's the one. And Formaggio's all like, ah, shit, he can't find me down here. Looks to his yeah, right. Down here, in the sewers, where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks right, and there's a whole bunch of rats. Yep. And he's all like, well, this is a lose-lose then situation. Then left, and there's a big spider. He's like, hmm. Uh, yes. I do belong here. Rats, a spider, ridiculous. <laughs> Greats get shot out. He falls into some murky water. Don't want to think about what's in the murky water. No, it's probably like a storm drain or something, to be honest, but... Still not great. Gross sewery. Yeah. And he's, he's falling down into the sewery water and he's like, No, I can't die here. I 
have to have a flashback. We return to two the years year. ago, two thousand ish, ish. <laughs> something like that. It's the year nineteen ninety two thousand. Naples. Two years ago. Ah, we see two thousand and two. Two years ago. We see the swirling water of the sewer shift into the swirling water of a flushing toilet. Formaggio's in the bathroom. He's got a tiny car in his hand. And he's shrinking it down by the second. And he's like, ah, yes. Hot wheels. Just like that scene in Ant-Man. You seen Ant-Man? Once. Didn't love it. No one did. <laughs> that was the Marvel movie that I saw and I was like, oh yeah, I don't need to see all of these anymore. No, no. <laughs> Oh man. He's got the car, he's walking through this restaurant and we see we see a man who is obviously a politician because he's uh he's an asshole. Well, he's he's very well appointed. Uh-huh. He's in a fancy restaurant. He's uh-huh. talking to his wife and he's like, "So, yes, I'm going to be voting on the trash bill next day." Mm. Yep. Yeah. Hi, so, I'm Trash Bill. But how does that tell us he's a politician of sorts? And the Home Secretary is going to be all like, fuck you. And I'm going to be like, nuh-uh. Still could just be like a private entrepreneur. Okay, um, we know he's a politician because he walks out into the street and finds a uh, one of those street lending libraries. And he's like, oh, this is great. I've never seen one of these before. He's a fucking politician. <laughs> He walks up into the masses and a guy's all like, Oi, give us your money. And he's all like, I don't realise, citizen, what you're trying Have to you do. Have you been following the stupid saga of Captain Get Up at all? I'm going to say no, just to explore what this is more. We're, what, two weeks out from Australian federal federal election? It's the 18th that the election happens. Yeah. So, so yes. About two weeks, maybe, I'd say, you know, more like... A week and six days. About two weeks, give give or 20, take a few days hours, to obfuscate yeah. exactly when we record yeah. this. Yeah, more or less. So there's this advocacy group in Australia called Get Up. Like Get Up, do, oh, do your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, get up and vote. Yeah, uh, and they're generally speaking pretty um, progressive. Okay. So as a result, the um, the Conservative Party, which is called the Liberal Party, right, has right. um has decided that because they aren't in favour of them, they are directly in favour of their op- their opposition. Yep. Uh, but but no also sense. at the same time, all of the other parties they don't like. Like, that's not fair. So they created uh, their anti-get-up mascot, Captain Get-Up, who is like a superhero who just says dumb bullshit like, Oh, as long as it's not the Liberal Party, it's good for me. And I'm just... <laughs> I've I've spent the last ten years doing shady backroom deals, but now I'm here to do a public superhero. What is the point of this? And also, the important law of him is that opposition leader Bill Shorten is his dad, which is something they decided on. (laughs) Anyway, it's dumb, I hate him, and I hope they get trounced in the election, and it looks like they're going to. Yeah, what? Why would they make that? They're idiots. They are idiots, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many Australians listen to our podcast. A few. Good. I wish that this arc culminated in um, Narantia, and I'm sorry to inform you that it doesn't, oh. uh, culminated in Narantia and Formaggio having a fist fight atop speeding Aerosmith. <laughs> because they just, keep getting smaller yeah, and smaller. Just through like a grocery store aisle or something. God, it would literally just be Ant-Man at that point. Oh yeah, I suppose it would. Yeah, yeah. Still, ridiculous. We're in the past. It's two years ago. He throws 2000... And four. Formaggio just kept really casually walks past the um the poly guy. his table. Yep. And re- real, real casually just uh, flicks the the ever so tiny car into his sparkling, which looks like a mere speck 
of dust. Yeah. So small, you wouldn't even notice. So small, I'd drink it. And then he walks through the room where all of his hitman team friends? Question marker. I don't know if I want to use that term. Business acquaintances? I don't know if I want to use that term. How about his other hitman cronies? (laughs) Sure. And he is a crony amongst them. Exactly. Exactly. He is much like the filth you would scrape off your boot, put into a small drink, and then expand from within. The first thing we first, the, yeah, sure, that right, right. The first thing we see mm-hmm. is Pesci drinking his milk. God, why? Why do we keep having Formaggio, to say his name? Formaggio is like, oh, Pesci drinking milk again, and he's like, I don't like express espresso. <laughs> That's what he's like. That's I what mean, he sounds like. Sort of. me, Pesci. God, he doesn't have. Did he have lips? Or was he just that aberrant? So Pesci, he's got like a big square sausage shaped head. Um, it looks like a carrot. With like green tufts of hair coming out of an otherwise bald head. He looks like what you would imagine Carrot Top should look like. About as buff as Carrot Top actually is. Yeah, because Carrot Top's mad buff. Oh, he's yoked. <laughs> yoked? Yeah, that's an expression. What? What the fuck is yoked? Buff. No, but like, what? where did that even I don't come? know. Is that just because you drink a lot of raw yolk? Could be. Pesci, of course, means fishes. Oh. Sitting with Pesci is his friend slash mentor, Prosciutto. Nice. I know what Prosciutto is. He's the other uh, blonde fella that we saw um, in the group chat sequence last week. Is he the guy with the big, um, the chain thing? He's got kind of a purple suit. Um, yeah, like and- black purple in this scene. Yeah, and yep. he's, he's got blonde hair with like um like a sequence of top knots over it. Yep, yep, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy. And of course, prosciutto is a sort of like Italian sausage or ham. Yep. Well, prosciutto is... Is prosciutto the one that's like really dense salami? Or is prosciutto the one that's like thinly sliced, like highly, highly salted in like brine? Nick, what's the name of our food fact check segment? Uh, Delicious Bites. No, that's shit. Uh, <laughs> it's called... It needs to rhyme with O. Oh, I know. Check the go with prosciutto. That's bad. Uh, how about... How about... Welcome to the food check segment on JoJo's World. The only food you can trust not to be eaten by dead dogs. Yep, that's the full segment name and you have to say it exact every time. I've already forgotten what I said. Prosciutto is an Italian dry cured ham that is usually thinly sliced and served uncooked. Okay, so it's like the brine one. Sure. Cool. Also, usually served uncooked. Yep. Okay, this explains a lot because we... Side... Not at all side tangent. My mum. Oh, God. What are you... What bite is this? <laughs> okay, so my mum bought uh, this prosciutto the other day, right? And we were like, oh, man, this is going to be good. Are we meant to cook prosciutto? Was that a thing that they do? So we thought, what if we just heat it up a bit? You know, what if we what if we just heat up maybe like a slice of it? And then we very quickly realized that's not what you do because then you get bacon. Yeah. And we were like, we've ruined it. We've ruined everything. Anyway. <laughs> not at all a side tangent, but. They, they banter for a bit about like, yep, the job's done. Nice and easy. Couldn't have gone smoother. Just got to wait for it to happen now. God, Pesci. Why don't you get cool like our friend... Formaggio. Oh, I like how Formaggio throws the keys at Pesci. Like, here, Pesci, I got you a present. (laughs) And Pesci's all like, oh no, what? Oh, keys. And then we can just sit back and watch the soccer match. Because we're Italian. Crunchyroll ads. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Got Mortal Kombat 11. Sure, yeah. Got a Starring Johnny Cage as two Johnny Cages. <laughs> Starring Cassie Cage as just Cassie Cage. As the two characters that I play. Yep. Uh, what about Sub-Zero? Sub-Zero's cool. What about Scorpion? Sub- Scorpion's cool. What about Goro? Yeah. Excuse me. He has four arms. I also like Kotal Khan. Kotal? Uh, Jade. Up. Which one? Is Jade the green one? Yeah. Yeah, that makes so sense. So-called because Jade. Yeah, but Jade isn't green. Jade's like... A different shade of green. You got Katana. You don't got Melina, apparently. No Melina. Which is... You got Liu Kang. You got Kung Lao. Yep. You got Jax. Their future's insane. Yep. Uh, wait, Jackie? Yeah, his daughter. That's that's her name? Yeah, Jackie Jack- Briggs. You've, pl- you've, you've played I played Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. Oh. What about... What's, um, what's the guy with the sword who's blind? I don't think he's in this one. What?! No, fuck off. If McCree's in this one, the dude with the sword can be in this one. <laughs> oh, Kano, he's in it. Kano, always gotta have Kano. He's an asshole. Cabal, Aaron Black. Who the fuck is Cabal? He's the one who got really burnt. This doesn't tell me any... All of them get burnt. Anyway, um... It's 2009. No, it's Two not. Two years ago. <laughs> the politician is leaving, like, thank you very much, it was a lovely meal. <laughs> Does he sound like that? Or yeah. does he just sound like, thank you very much. Time to it? go home and have a normal walk to my house. Oh, yes, my normal house. Oh, now, it's... where's my car? I know it's somewhere around here. Hmm. It doesn't appear to be, oh, no, the irony. That would be, I don't know if that is meant to be. His, I, I, it's, I mean, it's never made explicit that that would be his own car. Like, never even implied. Yeah. But I think that would be cool if that was the case. And hilarious. Um, the car bursts out of his own stomach, obviously killing him, but also taking his wife as collateral damage. Yeah, so the car ends up, like, almost vertical, and then slams down on her, Yeah, and she just explodes. Um, and it's like, ooh. And then, as if by clockwork, some rando asshole turns around the corner and is like, hey, why the fuck are you parked there? And then blood seeps out, and he's like, oh my god. Oh, did I do that? <laughs> With my, with my amazing honking skills. Man, I, I should go to the circus. never honk again. <laughs> he just stands there for like two minutes going, what have I become? With great power comes great, comes great taxi fares. Sure. The gang are like, job well done. Let's go home. Let's go back to our secret, secret assassin base. So then we get some exposition. Inside every organization, there's always a group of people that wishes to rebel. Oh. Unfortunately for these chumps, they weren't too smart about it the first time round. Let's see what happened. So basically, there was some shit-ass drugs coming through. I think you might be skipping ahead, actually, because they do go back to base. Yeah. Um, Oh, Pesci, like, can't stand up after they all watch the murder, because he's still weak. Oh, yeah, because he's Pesci, and he's got this weird carrot head. (laughs) It's too heavy. He can't possibly move. They go back home, three people are waiting for them. Um, Oh, yeah, true. So we've got uh, some dude with real dark eyes at the head of the table. What I wrote here is my note. The evilest guy ever greets them. (laughs) Um, This is the leader of the Hitman team, Risotto Nero. Oh, Risotto Nero. Yeah. Nero. Like fucking, what's his face? Nero. Nero means black, but also has associations with (gasps) Nero. Oh my God. Uh, And Risotto is an Italian rice dish. I actually like risotto. It's nice. I like when it's done well. When mm. it's just wet well, I mean, rice. Anything's bad when it's done poorly. Now you take that back, okay? Because a, ke- a badly done kebab is still a good kebab. To his right is um, someone who looks a bit like a, a Twinkie Joseph Joestar in part two. 
a Twinkie Joseph Joestar. Yeah. Have you got an image for me that you can actually I mean, not share? in the hair, but just in the physicality. Shit, I see it now. <laughs> Fuck. Eluso. Eluso. Which means deluded in Italian. Oh, it's not a food. No, surprising. Oh. But you'll see why. Okay. And then to the other side is a someone in like a white bodysuit with blue hair and red glasses. And who looks, looks very high strung. Very nerdy. Very high yeah. strung. Very Yakuza. His name is Gyakyo. Oh, I know what that is. Uh, Gyakyo. Is that like some kind of um, Italian word? Oh, sorry. Ghiaccio. Yeah, that's that's an Italian word. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. <laughs> it means ice. Ice. Is that why he's all blue? He's because he's all a white blue color scheme. Yeah. What year was Vanilla Ice? Do you mean the... The artist. Okay, not the evil not vampire the evil stand vampire. user. No. I'm glad we clarified this. Why did... I'm... Go back and listen to the episode of JoJo's World where we talk about Vanilla Ice. I've already looked that up. <laughs> but what year was he big? Was it like two... Th- no, it wouldn't be 2000. No. Sure. 1990... No. 1980-something? Yeah. Really? Because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Stardust Crusaders, which he was mentioned in. Yeah. But no, but Vanilla Ice, the artist, he he was popular in like the 90s, wasn't he? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Here we go. Years active, 1985 through present. Damn. So I was half right. Sure. Oh, ice, ice, baby. Released December 1989. Damn it! Oh! Mm, okay. Where are we? Yeah. So it's the evilest, the evilest guy ever greets them. Yep. And he's all like, ah, evil tidings. Dark greetings <laughs> to you. Uh-huh. Namaste of the darkness. Oh, there's one other person we haven't met yet, too, who is, um, they look very androgynous. She, um, they were there at the, um, the restaurant, but only for like a oh, couple yeah. of shots. Uh, their name is Melone. Is that like melon? Is that, is that like me- melon? Oh, the cat burglar! Yeah, it means melon. You know, I'm genuinely shocked that it was that straightforward. And Nick thinks they look like a cat burglar. They look like a cat burglar! They they, have, is that because they wear a mask? They, wear, they have the mask and they have like the full purple outfit and it's all like, ooh, so dark, so elusive. Oh, a cat burglar. Sure. How is that not a cat burglar? Anyway. Uh, they talk a bit about the money. Um, money. Now we're getting 12 million for this job. Giacho is... He's all like, damn, that's cheap. That's nothing. That's nothing at all. But wait, why two members of the Hitman team are not present for this meeting? Why... Where's gelato and sorbet? Yes, two kinds of ice cream. Well, they're probably out, you know, um, being together. Because they're a couple, you know, sorbet and gelato. They're together. Here's a a fun fact from the Jojo Wiki about sorbet and gelato. Here we go. The duo's appearance and rumours of being a couple are possibly a reference to the Australian pop duo Savage Garden, who are often rumoured to be in a romantic relationship due to the homoerotic nature of their album covers. I'm sure citation needed. What? As an Australian and a man who's seen enough Savage Garden covers, they were homoerotic? Anyway, um... I thought they were just rad. Sorbet and gelato were missing. Like, I can understand sorbet missing, but gelato never missed a chance to get his share of the cut. It's true. He always wants to get rich. And then the narrator explains about rebellion. In the year 2001... There were some cheap-ass drugs coming through from East Asia. And they were coming to Italy and to France and shit. And these boys, they wanted to get a cut of that sweet fine dough. So they, they took it and tried to sell it off and shit. Didn't they? 
Or did they? They had been trying to find out who the boss was. Right. They were trying to find out who the boss was. So they could usurp the drug trade. So they could usurp the drug trade. Like a good bunch of fucks. So we, we get a brief searching montage as, as all the Hitman team try to find their missing comrades. And they're all like, where's Gelato and Sorbet? Yeah. And we find Gelato is dead. Specifically, um... He suffocated on his gag. His, like, little handkerchief well, gag. I was going to say, specifically, um, Formaggio found them. Oh, yes, Formaggio found them. Oh, there was also a bit with, um, Giaccio ranting, like, It's is not it... fair, Polpo gets the money. Is it Giaccio or Giaco? Giaccio. Giaccio. Because it's a double C, like Bucciarati. But what about Abacchio? That's got an H. But doesn't Giaco have an Look, H? I looked up the pronunciation of this. <laughs> Does, does Giaco have an H? No. Okay, here we go. It's time to learn Italian with Jojo's. How to pronounce Giaccio. This is the slowest. It said it. Oh, what? Oh, I, I was waiting for the second. Giaccio. Giaccio. Okay. Gotcha. Giaccio. Making me second guess myself. <laughs> like some kind of Giaccio. He's angry. That's his thing. He's high strung. He's angry. Yep. And he's all like, who killed him? Who would have done such a thing? No, well, no, he's angry prior to them finding the body. He's angry oh. like, Polpo gets all the gambling money and the drug guys get the drug money. But what of the hitman team? We do all this dirty work. Where's our cut? Harken close, fair traveller, and listen to the tragedy of the hitman team. <laughs> Basically, hitman team are angry. They feel like they're not getting paid enough for their work. Yeah, and they're all like, man, fuck this noise. Let's find out who the boss is and kill him. And then the boss found out they were trying to find out who he is. And uh, as you said, uh, Gelato suffocated himself on his own gag. And Sorbet was nowhere to be seen. And so later, they were sent 36 different packages. All from an unnamed sender. Oh. And they all went, oh no, look, that's the nail polish that Sorbet wore. Well, first they looked at it for a while being like, what is this shit, modern art? Oh yeah, they were like frames. The fuck is with this frame? And sweet idiot hot idiot perceptive uh <laughs> idiot perceptive. Yep, idiot perceptive Pesci is the one who was like, I recognize these uh these are uh, nails. <laughs> Could you imagine just like in real life if someone was like, I uh, I recognize these uh these uh I mean what the fuck do you call your hand <laughs> things? Your hand teeth. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck do you call that hand protein? <laughs> what are those little Transparent. Your outside hand bones. Yeah, what are those things? Oh, you, okay. Side note, my dad, right? He worked in Mongolia. So we're getting side notes about both your parents yeah. today. My dad worked in Mongolia for a little while. So he, he learned about, uh, like, you know, a, a few Mongolian dudes and like got to know them a bit better and all that. So I think one of them came to Australia at one point, but he didn't speak a whole lot of English. Mm -hmm. And I think he called a blender... A food cutter? That's cool. And Dad was just like... That's funny. Great story, Nick. No worries. I thought it was funny. <laughs> There's a lot of stacking and then like shocked reactions. And they're all like, wait, put them all together. Oh. One by one. And so they start putting them up. From and, smallest to largest. Yep, and we have to sit through every single one of the... Kudunk, yeah. Kudunk, kudunk. And then different people being like... Ugh. Oh my god, I've realised what it is. I think I'm going to throw up. And there, sat in 36 different slices, is Sorbet. And they deduced that he was cut up with a really sharp knife, still alive. In uh, front of Gelato. Starting with the feet. Ooh, rough. And so Gelato couldn't take it, 
swallowed his own gag, suffocated to death. This was basically a message for the, from the boss saying, stay out of my shit, shit lords. <laughs> Punishment. <laughs> so they get their orders, um, like never look into the boss again, just do your jobs. Yep. And so they did, until they learnt of the boss's daughter, and they decided to go all in on betrayal. And they were like, ah, oh, this is our chance to get revenge for our fallen comrades, this is our chance to get a heap of money. We could just get the money. It's simple. We kill the boss. Back to the sewer. He's like, I'm not gonna die here. We're gonna crawl our way out of, the, out of this metaphorical and literal sewer. So he doesn't. He just goes deeper in. Yep. Uh, Narantia shoots a bat to death. Sorry, a rat to death with <laughs> his plane. A bat to tank. <laughs> you know, one of them sewer bats? Yeah, one of them sewer bats. You know, they're big. They got big teeth. Uh, they don't have any wings. And uh, they're, like, pretty fat. All right, let's keep moving. Okay. Um, he surfaces and the plane's flying overhead and he's like, oh, I'm going to hold my breath. And the plane doesn't detect him and it murders another rat. And he's like, of course, it's detecting my CO2 emissions. That's why he stopped fighting me before when all those randos showed up in the alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> he probably couldn't detect me because there were too many people around. I don't remember if we see it right now, but like when we see Narantia using this detection ability, he's got a little screen hovering in front of his head. Which I love. Uh, which itself is on a little... Um, Propeller thing. Yeah. Oh my, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so dumb. And on, on that screen is like a radar. It's not even like a little thing he puts over his eye. It's like a full-blown contraption. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I want one. So he's like, he can't tell the difference between me and the rats. Runs, jumps, looks through a little crack, like just chock full of rats. Like, look at all these creepy assholes. <laughs> and then he's riding a rat. And he's like, you'll never find me now, Narantia. I'm blending in with the rats perfectly. S slices the, um, the plane wing. Narantia's shoulder bleeds. Narantia finds him immediately. It's all like, well, well, well. He talks about how like, yeah, all the rats are running in the same direction at the same speed. But only one rat was working extra hard from carrying extra weight. And then he says, I better shoot the shit out of that fatty. Which I very much enjoy. <laughs> It says clean shot, shoots that plane up real good, uh, that rat up real good, and would have defeated Formaggio had he not returned himself to regular size. <gasps> and Narantia here is only 13.2 centimetres now. My god, he must be the size of a, a small wagon, given how the Jojo... Speak on that. Well, the Jojo sizing system seems to be 62.5. Well, you can't get enough pressure down on a pressure plate to open a door... But you are about the same size as a small phone. Which means that at 13.5 centimetres, you might not be the right size <laughs> to, uh, I don't know, wield a gun. But you're probably the right size to operate a small rickshaw. <laughs> sure. Uh, and he's like, oh no, I'm too small and weak now. My stand isn't strong enough to hurt a big guy. And Formaggio's like, yep. End of episode. <laughs> Bit of a cliffhanger ending. Yep. Yeah. So, Nick. What? Okay, he's up. <laughs> what were our highlights and lowlights for uh, the Hitman team? My highlight would probably have to be the 36 pieces of sorbet lined out in front of them, sent in 36 different packages from no sender. That is very mob boss. Yeah. Just being all like, yeah, it's not about just killing him. It's about sending a message. And in this case, the message is very literal and very clear. I'm going to kill you. I've, I've murdered your friend. <laughs> and I'll murder you as well if you, if you give me cause to. Can we so talk about Risotto Nero's outfit briefly? Just to circle back before my highlight. Which one is Risotto the Nero? The leader. 
Okay, so he has like the jester's hat. Yeah, that's what I want to hone in on. And he's just like this weird evil clown. And we didn't even talk about how he is very pale. Yeah. He has red eyes. He's got black, black, black eyes. whites of his eyes and red pupil yeah, irises. Like, like kind of like how Polpo had the black and green, mm. but just much evil looking. Yeah. <laughs> Never really addressed at all. What, really? <laughs> no, he just looks like that. What the fuck? Okay. I thought that um, his jester bits, yep. the, the baubles, yep. would have... The letters on them would spell something out. I think they do. I think it's just like Risotto or Nero. Oh. Damn it. Is he named Risotto Nero because he's very black? Sure. Hmm. And he enjoys Italian food. Yeah, that's why they're all named after Italian food. Except for a loser who despises it. <laughs> a loser twinkie joseph joster ah yes that's right the one with the the large cutaway yeah yes my highlight mm-hmm. is probably the assassination flashback doing the job yes yeah. it's, it's just cool seeing them in their own element mm. weird how neither of our highlights are of actual narrative yeah, fighting yeah. that was cool in general though but yeah. but we're gonna get a lot of that and comparatively little of this so mm. i'm gonna highlight it when i have the chance nice nice low light low light my lowlight's probably just going to be crushing the wife. Oh, I thought you were going to say your lowlight was Pesci. You know what? No. No, it's not going to be Pesci. That man has gone through enough. That lovable oaf you love to hate. Yeah. He's a weird freak of nature, but by God, if I don't find him enjoyable. <laughs> no, just out of fucking nowhere, just the car. Bloop. Yeah, surprisingly grisly. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Jesus Christ. She just exploded. Mm. Yeah. She's not even voting on the trash bill. They have no they have yeah. no stake in this. And it's just like, wow, okay. But then again, the dudes were like, and you murdered his wife in the process, bro. The hell? Ah oh, well, easy come, easy go. I was I had an in. What is this? <laughs> my low light, probably. The spider. No, my low light is um Narachia's phone gambit. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. the result of it was kind of disappointing to me because I feel like he, he did a lot of good, ingenious things to get there, to get to make the phone call. Yeah. And then before he even can, it's just like, nah, fuck you, phones are all broken. Yeah. But it's sort of... Didn't he say that he was in there before Narantia managed to get in there? Not that I recall. Hmm. Weird. All right. I was thinking maybe if it was like a pre-planned thing where it's like, I'm going to cut all the phone lines. But that only really makes sense for a house. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And all like, right. I get it because it's like, it's it's very kind of an, an indirect stand battle in a sense. Like he's putting obstacles in his way and he's solving them by shooting them. <laughs> so indirect. Yeah. Um, I do love that 90% of the solutions are, wait, but if I just keep shooting, yeah. I have to hit you. He's a simple lad. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nick. Yes. Narachia is at the mercy of Formaggio, a member of the Hitman team. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One's big, one's small. One's got a head the size of pool. It was meant to be a pool, but I don't know why it came out as pool. One's big, one's small. One's got a plane, but it's too small to do anything good. <laughs> What's going to happen next time on Jojo's Blah Adventure, Part 5, Venta Oreo, in the episode entitled Narantia's Aerosmith. Hell yeah. Weird that we're doing that as the name, even though we already know it's Aerosmith. Uh, how about this? Ooh. Narantia. Ooh. Realizes. Mm-hmm. The stand is a manifestation of will. Size matters not. Exactly. It's not about how big you are, but how you use it. <laughs> I think I said that last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't... Well, okay, so the big man is now big. Yeah. Right? But does he have any, uh, any tricks up his sleeve, like the car shrinking? 
that we haven't seen ah, yet. Well, he does have his stand, you know. He has a stand, yeah, but is he using it Evil for Mega like, Man? Evil Mega Man? We talked about it last week. Oh, yeah, week. yeah. Big cutty boy. Yeah. Um, but it's like, he shrank down a car and then exploded a politician. Yeah. Is he going to do something like that next oh, episode? Oh, he's going to throw, like, sea mines. Exactly. Except they're tiny, so they don't go off yet. Yeah. And when he throws them, it's like, whoop, boom. I, I thought it was like just boom. jacks, but they're sea mines. Oh no! I think when I said sea mines, I meant like sea horses. No, just like metaphorical depth charges, where he would just throw a small thing, yeah, and it would get near Narantia and then get big and crush him naturally, naturally, rather than actual literal sea mines. Oh no, they'll be literal sea <laughs> mines. What kind of hitman would you be if there wasn't an explosion? Come on. So I reckon maybe he'll pull something like that out. And what will Narantia do with his arrows? Uh, he'll probably shoot him up. Okay. That, I mean, I had to simplify it to that point, yep. but every single solution so far has been Aerosmith, shoot it. So maybe that's just how we'll get out of it. Or, or he, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Maybe he'll find a way to reverse the pro. Maybe it's like if you shoot enough at the dude, he can't fully control the size oh, that you are. He's too busy blocking. Exactly. And so he'll get bigger and bigger. Be like, wait, so all I have to do is keep shooting you. And then he'll just get bigger and bigger and, uh, Become a real boy. Oh, and it'll be a cool thing where, like, it, he's shooting and he's blocking. Mm. But as, as he's shooting, they're walking forward and backwards, respectively. And as he walks, Narantia oh. gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It'll be like a metaphor of Narantia's overcoming of obstacles. Yeah. Ah, how the tables have turned, Mr. Mm-hmm. Small mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Okay. Or if uh, it'll just be Narantia just shoots everything in his path. Or maybe he'll just actually call up. Or maybe, maybe... Fugo will show up. Ah, that's, mm. that's what you said last week, in fact. Yeah. And we almost did. <laughs> but then Abakio told him to shut up. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame. It could but also... were they laying groundwork for next time? Ooh, I reckon next week... Fugo shows up with Abakio's severed head <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> Who's the boss now? Uh, I reckon what'll happen is also we'll get a flashback. Oh, yeah. Where we find out how Narantia got Aerosmith. Ah, yes. Because there always needs to be one. Mm-hmm. There always needs to be one thing where it's like, and so he realised he could be a plane. And so he realised he didn't like the bullies and that he would shoot them. Lo and behold, they're dead now. <laughs> and he's in the mob. Guess we really know who came out on top in this one, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Narantia's dead bully parents. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what I reckon. Great. So, yep. And what of this man team? Um... Oh, well, you know, I reckon the first person who's going to try and come after them is going to be Pesci. Oh, yeah. I legit think the first person who's going to send in the fresh meat into the grinder. Exactly. Exactly. It'll be like, Pesci, prove your worth. Actually, no, this is a good question, actually, because obviously their plan right now is just hanging out in the vineyard. Yeah. Do you think that's just going to be keep laying the plan? It's going to be like a weird sort of skyfall thing where they're just going to defend this house against wave after wave of hitmen? (laughs) I don't I think it'll be like a very temporary sort of thing. Because they seem smarter than just staying in the same spot. Oh yeah, when oh, so you it'll could be just like, leave. Formaggio found us in this area of town, so he's probably going to like search in this radius. So we should go that way. No, I reckon it'll be more like one of the hitmen finds the house. Okay, we'll have a house vineyard battle, and they'll be like, "We need to leave. We need to go right now." Uh, and then they do burning vineyard in the background. <laughs> yep, basically, <laughs> and killing the people that were in the house because oh, they don't even know we're here because they're dead. <laughs> See, see. It wouldn't the and it wouldn't be the bad Full guys who killed them? Full three sixty, not the evil Full ones. Full three sixty, not the evil criminals. Not don't, the good criminals. Don't ruin my perfect full three sixty, full circle, because they were already dead. Moment. So Pesci next. I reckon Pesci, Pesci fight in the vineyard. Yeah. 
I reckon Pesci fight Vineyard. Then whom? Then I want to ask you these before. I want to ask you the oh, okay. order before you forget who all they are. Okay. Uh, first, Vineyard Pesci. Yep. Then Twink Joestar. Yep. Then uh, Ice Boy. Mm-hmm. Then P Lad. Uh, prosciutto. Sure. Uh, Cat Burglar. Who was the other one? Um, Cat Burglar. Oh, you said Cat Burglar. I say Cat Burglar. Hang on. Pesci, Deluded Guy. Or rather, Twink. Ice Guy. Cat Burglar. Oh, that was Formaggio. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. So Formaggio's dead. Yep. So fuck him. Uh, and then Red Eye. Risotto Nero. Risotto Nero. And then what? The boss? I don't think the boss. No. I think the boss will never be seen. I think he's too cool for oh, that. He'll escape. And yeah. He'll be like, well, you got me. Leaving my crime empire to you. Yeah. Bye. Not even that. Just being Sleep all Sleep like, with one eye open. Just being like, you guys can never find me. Because I can never be found. They'll be like, damn it. The true boss was in your heart all along, Giorno. And Giorno's all like... And Giorno's like, I have to go into my heart to fight the boss. Stand power. Zoom. Really, that was the learned stand power that Giorno Kujo shows up and is all like, hey, I can help you get into your heart. Okay, that about wraps things up, I think. Yep. Uh, get us on socials at Jojo's Podcast. Uh, look at us on patreon.com slash Jojo's World. Write and review us on your service of choice. Um, just a heads up, Nick and I are both in a very busy period at the moment, so, um, release schedule might get a bit spotty over the, the rest of this month. Next week, there's definitely not going to be an episode. Yep. Uh, week after that, there probably will be. Yeah, we're going to try for fortnightly, at yep. worst. Yep. Busy everyone. And we wish we could be here with you, recording JoJo's podcast. Because that's what fun. it's called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but alas, duty calls, uh, and we'll see you as much as we can, because we miss you. Or, or listen, because we can't see anything. I can see all of you every minute. Oh, God. Till next time. To, to be, be continued. continued. Arrivederci. <laughs>